Welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans. Welcome to your all-access paths to everything sports. Welcome to GNT Sports Talk. And here are your hosts, Julian Gallardi and Bobby Thompson. And then Yankees will be set to play the Twins, but right now we're just going to focus on the awards and league leaders and stuff. But before we get into that, brother, how do you feel the season went? What were some things that surprised you? And I guess, who would you say really caught your attention this season that you weren't expecting? Um, I didn't expect the Rays to be this good. I've said, I said that early in the year, but they did play exceptionally well. And obviously, because they're in the playoffs in the wild card game against the A's, I wasn't... <clears throat> with the A's, I didn't expect them to be as good as they were, to be quite honest with you. Um... And I'm very, I'll tell you what I really am disappointed with is the Cubs. I'm very, very upset with them. I'm mm-hmm. not happy with a lot of things with them. Fired Joe Madden, Joe Madden, gone. Yeah, he, they decided to part ways. and That's he, a big story. He's going to uh, definitely find a job elsewhere within the next couple months. Absolutely, definitely, as well deserved. He's a very good manager. But, yeah, that's a lot of things that I was very, very surprised about with this year in baseball. I think this season went by extremely quickly. It always does, and now we're, I can't believe we're already on uh, the postseason starting this week. Yeah, I would say I was surprised by the Phillies' disappointment. I thought that team would be a lot better. Their pitching really failed them. The Red Sox, we had a feeling, would take a step back, but I'm definitely surprised how far back that was. It was a big fall from Grace or Boston. Minnesota was a big surprise for me, making the playoffs and winning the division. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, that's for sure. Tampa Bay I had a feeling about, but Oakland surprised me too. I kind of thought that was a little flukish last year. I didn't really think that was going to happen again. And I would say the Cardinals, even though I think I may have picked them to make the playoffs, I was still surprised they ended up winning the division. Yeah, I, uh, I'm very surprised as well, I will say, yeah. So I'm going to go through some stats quickly about some uh, leaders, league leaders. So in the American League, Tim Anderson wins the batting title, hitting 337. Incredible season for the White Sox. DJ LeMahieu, another big surprise, 329, ends up in second place. And I thought for a while he was going to end up winning this, but Tim Anderson was just too hot, and there was no way that he was going to be denied that batting title. He's had a great year. So we looked through some other stuff as well. Home runs in the American League, we got Jorge Soler with 48 homers. That's a big surprise, I would say. I didn't I didn't think I saw that this morning. I was like, really? Jorge Soler? But yeah, this yeah, guy right? this guy can <laughs> this guy can rake, I'll tell you. He's, yeah, he was good for the Royals this year. He was under he was a bright spot for that team. For sure. And he had hundred seventeen RBIs. He was once a highly talented prospect with the Cubs, so the Royals seem to have resurrected him. Mike Trout still in second with forty five homers, despite the fact he missed some time over thirty games around. And then Alex Bregman and Nelly Cruz retire for third with 41 bombs. And Cruz is going to be a big problem for the Yankees come playoff time. But that's something we'll talk about later. And the leader of RBIs, Jose Abreu, 123 for the White Sox. Continues to be a solid player. Just a great hitter for the White Sox. And the White Sox show some improvements this year. They seem to be heading in the right direction. Moncada was also third in the batting average. Yes, I know he has some spats with the White Sox, but they still didn't make the playoffs. And even if they had Machado, they wouldn't have, so whatever. But maybe, I did say they were a year or two away. Maybe next year or th- two years, whatever. But White Sox, oh, yeah, yeah. At least we're done with them for the whole season now. They're gone. So Bogarts and Soler had 116 RBIs apiece to be second in the American League. And then Rafael Devers had a very good season, despite the fact the Red Sox didn't. He had 115 RBIs, so that was good on his part. 
we look at stolen bases, we got Malcolm Smith, 46 stolen bases for the Mariners. Then we got Mondesi with 43. Jonathan VR from the Orioles, very quietly had a good season with 40. So let's go to some pitching stats in the American League. ERA, Garrett Cole, who I'm, I'm going to tip my hand. That's my Cy Young pick right now. He, he ends up leading the league with ERA, a 2-5-2. Garrett Cole also was the first guy ever to have nine straight starts with 10 strikeouts. Wow, really? Yep, that's a true stat, and he did it today. He also led the league in cars with 326 cars from <laughs> Garrett Cole. Verlands are right behind him with 300. Bieber had 259 also. Incredible season for Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Indians. Really came into his own this year. And then we look at ERA. Let's see the story with ERA. Cole, we already said. Verlander was second with a 2.58. Charlie Morton, who's going to be taking the ball in the wildcard game in a very good season. I think he should merit some consideration for Cy Young, but ultimately, I don't think he ends up getting that. But he had a 3.05 in the season. Oh, got it. So, Ryu, 2.32 ERA led the National League. DeGrom had a 2.43. He was second. I think those are two guys you'll be looking at for Cy Young consideration. And then Sorka from the Braves, who also is going to be battling with Pete Alonso for Rookie of the Year, was third with a 2 6 Then Flaherty, Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals, finished the season on an absolute tear. Guy had a 2 7 His last second half of the season, his ERA was .9. That's crazy, really? He's, he's the hottest pitcher in baseball right now. Shit, boy. Yeah, going crazy. And then wins, we had Strasburg lead the National League with 18, Freed at 17, and then Dakota Hudson and Kershaw were tied with 16. So that's what you're looking at over there. Strikeouts in the National League, we got DeGrom, 255, Strasburg, 251, Scherzer, 243. The guys you would expect. Then our buddy Patrick Corbin that we should have signed ends up with 238. So... That's that. You're seeing a lot of pitchers get over 100, two, uh, excuse me, 200 strikeouts a lot lately. You yeah. know, back in the day, you never used to see that. No, not as much. The strikeouts and long balls have really gone up. That's the revolution with baseball now these days. So that's what you're seeing, and that's what's happening out there. We look at the hitting stats, and we see home runs in the National League. Yep. Oh, Alonzo, 53. Hello. So Alonzo wins with 53, obviously. Sets the rookie record. Suarez hits 49 in second, not first. Bellinger third with 47. Yelich, who had um, got injured at 44, so we'll get into some of that stuff as well. We'll be talking MVP, but I'm also going to tip my pick with that. Bellinger's the MVP. Yelich, unfortunately, went down, so I think that's going to be the big difference. RBI's leader, Anthony Rendon, who I think should merit some consideration as well. I've typed up Rendon for a while. 126 RBIs for Rendon, leads the NL. Then we got Freddie Freeman, 121. Pete Alonso, 120. So that was the NL RBI leader. Now we go to batting average. And Yelich, the leader in hitting, 329. And then Marte from the Diamondbacks is a very good year. This guy plays all over the diamond, hit 329 as well. Rendon, 319. McNeil, 318. So that's a good amount of the league leaders. We look at some more... Stolen, what's these stolen bases in the National League? Stolen bases. Stolen, Acuna. Acuna, oh, okay. 37. And he only, second? He made a push for a 40-40 season, Acuna. He just needed three more stolen bases. Trey Turner with 35 was second Trey on the Turner? list. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Then okay. Dyson and Yelich were tied for third with 30. Yeah. Yelich does everything. Jeez. I... Yeah, Yelich is really the man. That's the takeaway here, so... American League, we, we do. 
I want to do one more thing. I didn't do wins for the American League. Whoops. But I know it's Verlander at 21. Garrett Cole, 19. Imagine they split the Cy Young between Verlander and Cole. I mean, they are the two best candidates. Let's be realistic about the situation. So, all right, let's just get to it. We've gone through the league leaders. So, MVP, what are we working with here? AL? Yeah. I'm going with Mike Trout. I don't care if he got injured. I'm still going oh, with him. Okay. He's well-deserved. I think he had a great season. It's unfortunate what happened to him. It couldn't have happened to a great guy. He's a, he's a great player, great teammate. And every year he just produces on a shitty team. And I, that's my pick for AL, for NL. It, it's it's too uh, – there's no argument from me. It's Bellinger, definitely. Yeah, I have some stuff to say about this. Bellinger I agree with, so that will be short and sweet. 47 homers, 303 average, 115 RBI, stolen bases 15 as well. His wins above replacement close to nine. I mean, Bellinger was the best player all year in the National League. His average fell down a bit, but he was hitting an unsustainable pace. So Bellinger is the MVP. Rendon and Yelich are right there for me. Yelich, I think if he didn't get injured, could have had it. He had 7.2 wins above replacement. We talked about his homers and his batting already, but 97 RBIs along with 30 steals. Like we said, Yelich just does it all. Rendon just solid, man. 34 homers, 319 batting average, 6.5 wins above replacement. Rendon does it all, too. But American League, I'm not, I'm not taking Trout. I'm uh, not. Oh, are you? No, uh, because... Who are you, who, I, I'm very curious. Just I, who I, are you going to take? I want to say DJ LeMayhew, obviously. Oh, but that okay. would be a heart and homer pick. But LeMayhew makes a case because he's made the Yankees so much better. But he's not the best player. I think they need to start changing this award. I think they should call it the Mike Trout Award because, to me, how can Trout be the most valuable player when the Angels don't win anything? I mean, he is really good, and, like, he puts up his numbers and he does what he has to do, but the Angels don't win if he plays or he doesn't play. They just don't win. I don't know, man. I mean, I get, we, I, I understand the argument. He, has the, he had the best statistical season, but Alex Bregman, to me, made a case, okay. and that's who I'm going to actually pick to get this award. Because the Astros are a playoff team. 8.2 wins above replacement, 292 batting average, 41 homers, 111 RBIs, played great defense at third and shortstop. Alex Bregman is my American League MVP. Okay. I, I, could, I, could, um, I could mess with that. All right. So we go to Cy Young Awards. Cy Young, American League, I already tipped my hand, but it's Garrett Cole. And the way he finished the season just solidified it for me. He was also my prediction before the season started. I don't know if you recall, but I remember I did say that for sure. So what do you think? I think I'm going to go with Verlander on okay. this one. I just think – This is it, like splitting well, hairs. It, it really is. It really is. They both were great. They're both on the same team too. I'm just going to go with Verlander because you know what? He Just what he's done – since he's gotten to the Astros is amazing. Yeah. And he just makes them so much better. I really do. He's, he's a pain in our ass. Yes, he is. So I, I got to go. I, now, if Garrett Cole wins it, I won't be upset because he's such a tremendous player. And he should be wearing this. He should be <laughs> yeah. winning the award with us. <laughs> make the so, pitch for Garrett Cole. So I'll make the pitch for Garrett Cole. Yeah, you know, <laughs> after this year, why don't you come uh, – where you belong, where you should have been. So 2020 Cole. Yes, 2020 Cole. <laughs> Start Cole. the campaign now. Yep, vote for Cole. All right. So, yeah, with that, but I'm just going to go with, with Verlander. I, I just – and if it were me, I would just go with him. Okay, yeah, I can respect that too. Like we said, we're splitting hairs. National League Cy Young, I got Jacob DeGrom. I think he's going to go back-to-back. 11-8 record, 2-4-3 ERA, 255 strikeouts. I think Hung Jin Ryu makes a great case. 
14 and 5 with a 2-3-2, but his strikeout's just 163. That's the, that's the difference to me. Of course, Max Scherzer's always going to be in the conversation. He does. He always. He has a. He had a great season as well. His ERA was closer to three. I believe it was a 2.92. So, how do you feel about the National League side? You know on? what? I, Degrom is so good. It's hard to disagree with you, but you know what? I'm going to go with Max Scherzer on this. Oh, one. you're going to give it to Scherzer? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Scherzer, and, and it breaks my. You know what? It kind of breaks my heart because I really do like Degrom, and I think he gets the shit end of the stick. Yeah, the wins but, are never yeah. there, just like last he, year. He, he he's arguably one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, and he doesn't get the run support, and he doesn't get enough. And he's but he his ERA is still low every year. Mm-hmm. It's consistently yeah. low. His strikeups are high. His walks are low. He's everything you want. So, but I'm gonna go with uh, arguably one of the best pitchers. Another best pitcher in baseball is Max Scherzer, who consistently does everything every year. So. Yeah. So I all right. That's some good take on that. Scherzer had 243 Ks as well, so he had a good season. Rookie of the year, what are we working with? American League, National League, it's Pete Alonso. It's very oh, simple. Oh, no, uh, we both agree. I agree. 53 homers. He set the rookie record. There's not much more needs to be said. Great season out of Pete Alonso. Yep. Just absolutely tremendous stuff. And he killed it the whole season. He was wire to wire. I think Sorka from the Braves also merits some consideration, but I don't think he should get it considering the fact that he broke Judge's record. 13 and 4 with a 2.6 ERA. This guy's no slouch. 135 strikeouts for Atlanta, but he just he pitched he pitched very well. I just think Alonso's more deserving of it for obvious yeah. reasons and well, 120 RBIs. I mean the numbers speak for themselves. American League, you can make more of an interesting case, but I think it's Jordan Alvarez from the Astros. This guy just rolls out of bed and hits. In 86 games, he has 27 homers and 78 RBIs. He's hitting 317. <coughs> His wins above replacement are close to four. And Austin Meadows, who I thought was going to get this award for the whole season, just never, he didn't finish strong enough. 33 and 89, and the 291 average. And the wins above replacement are similar in way more games. So to me, it's definitely Jordan Alvarez of the Astros. He gets the rookie of the year in the for, American League. For rookie of the year in AL, I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Lowe. Oh. From the uh, race. That's an upset pick. Yeah. I, I, he had a pretty solid season, I think. So. With Alvarez, I do agree. Those stats are, are, are amazing, and they're so hard to uh, disagree with. But I'm just going to go with Brandon Lowe. Oh, well, that's a pretty stunning pick. But managers, who, who, who are we going with? American League manager. Uh, of course, Boone. Aaron freaking Boone. Of course. Savages in the box. Over 30 injuries. Just, over just say it. They were fucking savages in the box. <laughs> yes, we were. And... Aaron Boone kept the team afloat. I ripped him a few times. I wasn't happy with certain things. I look dumb now. I'm not going to lie. Last year, I wasn't too thrilled with certain things. Today, I really didn't like the move of having Chad Green open the game and having Tanaka come in and out of the bullpen. I really just don't get that, but it's whatever, I guess. And Boone's still the manager of the year. Just because all the injuries, all this adversity Every, we had to go through. And they still and they still argue, had one of the best records in baseball. We lost the whole starting rotation, basically, at various points this season. Severino missed time. Paxson missed time. Tanaka didn't miss much time, maybe like a small amount of time. I don't really think too much. But CC obviously. Hap was ineffective. I mean, we had all these injuries. The whole outfield was injured at different times. Hicks, Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, Didi was injured. 
Even with Mayhew missed a little bit of time. Then we had Voight miss time. It's, it was really incredible. The whole team basically got injured at different points in the season. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing just what he was able to put together. And literally, he got... He went to the island of misfit toys and put it and put it together and made a winning lineup for the Yankees. So yeah, th- th- there's no there is no argument. I don't want to hear it from anybody. Aaron Boone, what he was able to do with the injuries that we sustained is amazing, and he deserves to be credited with that. I would just say that you're 100 percent right. I think the runner-up is Rocco Baldelli, who we'll be facing because the Twins. He's a first. He's a first-year manager. The Twins were heavy underdogs in the Central of the Indians, and they really took control of that division, and, he had, and they won over 100 games. It was great stuff from Baldelli. So I think he de- deserves consideration, but ultimately it's Boone's award to lose. Of course, I agree. So National League, I'm, I'm torn between two guys, actually. Let's hear it. I'm torn between the manager of the Cardinals, Okay. And, I'm, and then Craig Council from the Brewers because he got them into the playoffs despite the Christian Yelich situation. Oh, okay. And the Cardinals were not expected to win the NL Central either. So that's really like tossing hairs. What do you think? Try to maybe we'll see oh, if you sway me. Okay. Who you got? I'm going with Brandon uh, Snicker, the oh. manager of the Braves. Well, so you're going a completely different direction. Yeah, I am. I'm going right. a totally different direction. I think he changed his team around. I think the Braves – are, in my opinion, you know what? I really didn't think much of this team either, but they are for real. They're a very dangerous team, and they have a lot of good players. I think they could do damage in the playoffs. So what he was able to put together, I do think that he deserves it. Okay, that's that's respectable. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Craig Council just because of the fact that he lost Christian Yelich and everyone okay. was ca- counting out the Brewers at that point. And the Brewers at one point were 19-2 and two in September, I think, in their last 21 games. Damn. He kept them afloat. Yelich just missed two weeks. They won almost every game without him to get themselves in position. And even if they're one and done, the fact that they made it, despite losing their best player and almost their whole entire starting rotation as well, really speaks volumes to the job that Craig Council's done. Yeah. But I think Schlitt deserves consideration, obviously. Obviously, Stinker also deserves it as well. The Braves are very good. Maybe even the Nationals manager as well. They had a good season. So yeah. a lot of things, ways you can look at it. Comeback player of the year, and we're going to wrap up the award ceremony. American League, I'm going to go with Lucas Giolito. From the White Sox. Giolito was lights out this year. Last year, he wasn't very good. His ERA was over five. This year, he was one of the best pitchers in the American League. He really turns it around. Part of the turnaround of this White Sox team. This year, he had a 3-4-1. He was outstanding. He had 14 wins, an ERA of 3-4, 228 strikeouts. So Giolito is my comeback player of the year in the American League. I'm going with Gary. Sanchez, yeah, you know that's a good one too. I can respect that. He missed a lot of time. But I know he did. He the numbers are yeah, there. They are there. Yeah, and when he and he when he was in, I know he struggled a little bit, but when he came back, he was lights out. And then the National League player, the comeback player, is really gonna pain me to say it. What's here? I'm thinking about Sonny Gray or Josh Donaldson. <laughs> oh, oh, you took. Now you just. Uh, all right, I was trying to keep it in. I was waiting for you to hear my reaction for mine because I picked Sonny Gray. You know what? I guess we he, just have he, to. He, he really is really good with them. 11 it's, and 8. I mean, he just turned it all around. Did he have a high ERA? Too? No, it was a 287, so nice and low. And he also had over 200 strikeouts with oh, 205 dang. strikeouts. So Christ, why couldn't you do this with us, for Christ's sakes? Nah, it's embarrassing. I know. He just can't pitch in New York. 
Josh Donaldson also had a great year with 37 bombs. I counted him out, 94 RBIs. I got to give that credit too. So those were the guys in the National League. But for this edition, we've wrapped up the award ceremony yeah. for what we think, what we'll predict, what we predict it'll happen. So keep it here. We're going to have some previews. We're going to start previewing the playoffs now. For GNC Sports Talk, I'm Julian Gilardi. And I'm Bobby Thompson. All right. It is? Which foot are you talking?